You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Kota Waya Tene Marunga BFM. You're listening to The Wire on 95BFM, and it is time for the week that was. And what was that week? Oh, it's been one hell of a week. Have you been watching the news? Yes. If you haven't, it doesn't matter because now we're going to wrap up all the top stories for yes. you. Yes. The week was 9 out of 10. I saw that. Oh, really? Nice oh, little. We'll take out of that. It does. Yeah, that does look like that. The date. Uh, well, it was debates galore again this week as Jacinda Ardern and Judith Collins went head to head in the third leaders' debate. Last night saw five of the mi- uh, five of the minor parties take centre stage, and yesterday 95 BFM had its very own Auckland Central debate where Helen White, Emma Mallow, and Chloe Swarbrick joined Justin and James live in the studio. So plenty of debates to go through. Um, did you tune into any, Oscar? It's okay if you didn't. I've been sadly busy at work, but I am about to on the 95 BFM Bcasts tune back in to Absolutely. that Auckland Central debate, hopefully. That's the joy of Bcasts. Indeed. I did tune into the minor parties debate uh, yesterday and it seemed very quick. There was a lot of very quick questions uh, and quick one sentence ar- uh, answers because there seemed to be a bit of pressure from going to ads and stuff like that. So it felt like a lot of the candidates didn't actually get their full answers but then again you don't want politicians going on and on and on and on yeah someone did um note it may have even been my mother uh, that even the latest leaders debate seemed to be quite um rushed or mm. cut between uh no ideas were probably properly established they just want to jam in as many questions as they can it seems and like yeah there was a i think last night there was a moment where it was just like pretty much a couple of words is your answer and that's it we're moving on so quite a tricky yeah. one um but moving on from other politics uh, the national party has not had the dream lead up to the election next week with a leaked email revealing political infighting and being caught red-handed planting supporters on a walkabout in auckland indeed a uh, confusion between between Denise Lee and the party leader Judith Collins, uh, kind of yeah. landed them in a bit of uh, awkward so. situation. It is a bit awkward. Um, so pretty much what it was is uh, Judith Collins announced that, that she would be looking at uh, the Auckland Council in review if elected, uh, and she did make that comment on News Talk ZB, and she didn't actually run it by. Uh, the National Party's Auckland Council spokesperson, Denise Lee. So uh, in the email, Denise did say that it was incredibly poor form for not running it by her and shockingly bad example of poorer culture. I'd say that'd be a shockingly good example of poor culture. Yeah, I think that's a matter of semantics. Uh, The planted planted supporters was a bit of a funny one. It was, yeah. As I can think it kind of speaks for itself uh, in its uh, lunacy. Lunacy? No. I can't remember the term. Quick announcement. Yes, quick public service announcement. Yes. Uh, Auckland has joined the rest of the country at Alert Level 1, uh, but Director General of Health Dr Ashley Bloomfield said it's not Alert Level none, so I think it's an important thing to note to not get complacent. We saw how quickly uh, things Indeed. got out of hand, I suppose, and we were back at Level 3 quite quickly, so um, I think a big push to keep using the COVID tracker. I think a few people might have dropped off slightly. Um, and wash your hands, stay home, and get checked if you're unwell. Pretty Indeed. Simple. Moving down country... Uh, Monday through Wednesday, the fire crews. Yeah, so fire crews are continuing to dampen down hotspots in Lake Oho after a fire ripped through the village early this week. 5,000 hectares have been burnt and 48 buildings gone. It was very touch and go for a lot of residents down there. Indeed, a matter of five minutes. Five minutes, so um, pretty horrible. I watched a great interview with John Campbell on breakfast one morning. He was talking to someone and he was just like, you know, go home tonight, picture 
you know, look at your house, close your eyes and picture nothing, and that's what we've got, which is horribly sad. And it follows uh, another fire in the Mackenzie Basin a couple of weeks ago at Mount Cook. Yeah, so. so push to be safe around fires uh, in this changing climate. Uh, speaking of changing climates, we move internationally to another electoral debate. Yes, and a pretty cold climate that is, the vice presidential debate. Our vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris took part in the vice presidential debate yesterday, with more interest than usual with the age and health of the two presidential candidates coming into question recently. Uh, I did tune into this one, uh, a lot less interrupting than the presidential debate last week, but uh, I mean, I think that was a given. Yes. Um, a lot of sort of tiptoeing around questions or not really tiptoeing just massive sidesteps and actually just ignoring the questions yes. by the current vice president um he sort of kept taking it back to saying that uh harris and biden will increase taxes uh when that might not actually be the case which was answered um but the winner of the day would have to be the fly i think that yes. just stuck to pence's head which seems to be some um well an issue of concern for me uh, if i were american if the winner of the VP debate, assuming there needs to be a winner, uh, was a fly, an insect. <laughs> uh, moving to Europe with some uh, interesting uh, and rather progressive news coming yeah, out of the UK, actually. It's quite almost took me by surprise, but British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has unveiled a plan to make the UK a world leader in low-cost clean power. So his plan is that every ha- home will be powered by offshore wind energy by 2030, which is not very far away. Um, It's part of their uh, Build Back Greener rebuild from COVID-19 and promising to be a catalyst for green growth. Uh, And it's the first step in a 10-point plan as well. For that zero carbon emissions by 2050 goal. 2050, yep. There's quite a few countries with that goal. So let's hopefully, again, 2050, probably not that far away. But big and relatively interesting steps there. I'm returning to a story from last week. Uh, return, fighting has continued between Armenia and Azerbaijan uh, over the disputed Nagorno-Karabakh region uh, after repeated international calls for peace uh, have gone unheeded. Yeah, I think the big news for um, this is that France, US and Russia are going to be meeting to discuss uh, this situation and how it can be remedied. But um, so far, a lot more, many international calls are just being, well, ignored indeed uh, and there was a shelling today as there have well, been many shellings yeah. i saw a map of the disputed region and sites of conflict and it only seems to be escalating yeah. over uh after the 12th day today another psa a public service announcement uh in the similar region greece their third largest political party the far-right fascist group golden dawn have been declared a clim- criminal organization yes uh, so it's um Good news for anti-fascists. Good to take a hard-line stance, I think. Um, Golden Dawn actually used to be uh, Greece's third top political party. Mm. They actually had, at one stage in 2012, 18 MPs in Parliament, which is quite a lot. That's a lot of fascists. It sure is. Uh, Moving on, away from, well, semi-away from fascists, uh, we turn to (laughs) Kyrgyzstan with uh, a bit of a scandal with the votes. Bit of a scandal, yet this has been ongoing for about a, uh, nearly a week now, and protests have erupted in Kyrgyzstan following the country's election. Um, the Central Electoral Commission has actually annulled the results uh, with reports of rigging and vote buying. And the opposition has now actually seized power of the government, with Prime Minister Kubatbek Boronov stepping down, uh, and protests are now demanding the impeachment of the President Surunbay Jenbekov. So... Big news in Kyrgyzstan, it's actually the th- uh, country's third political revolution in its 29-year history. So, 
and been busy. Continuing on the theme of protests, uh, police and demonstrators clashed in Jakarta as protests against Indonesia's new omnibus job law has reached a third day. The new law came into effect on Monday and is said to help attract investment and boost the economy. However, protesters disagree. Yeah, they say it's going to actually harm workers and the environment. So this bill, while... I mean, the government says it will attract investment and boost the economy. Uh, it actually gets rid of minimum wage um, and severance pay, get, uh, pay gets slashed and businesses will only be required to give one day off a week instead of two. Um, but the law actually also relaxes environmental standards, only forcing businesses to file an environmental impact analysis if their projects are considered high risk. And continuing on finishing up on a climate note. As we always do, uh, last month was the hottest September on record and it joined January and May as 2020 record sitters in the hottest months on yes. record. Not great. Um, also coming up we've got uh, La Nina, uh, which is a weather system and that could actually determine if 2020 is the hottest year ever. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.